quiet time tips. Good morning, you guys. We're going to talk about quiet time. Quiet time is hard in the beginning. It real, it just is. Um, however, if you stick with it, it is highly rewarding. So let's talk about it. In the beginning, uh, you know, you're talking to the wall, you're talking to the ceiling, you run out of words to say. I mean, I can pray everything I can possibly think of to pray and 10 seconds later, I'm done, right? <laughs> so I read a wonderful book by a lady, and I don't remember her name or the name of the book, which is not helpful, but this is what she did. And so I started doing it too. Prayer is just a conversation. The Lord just wants a relationship with us. And you can only have a relationship with someone that you spend time with and talk to. So think about your favorite person. And remember the last time you sat and had a conversation with with your favorite person and what did it look like? You guys were sitting somewhere, maybe enjoying some drink or some food, and you're just talking about your day. You're just talking. So that's where I want you to start. Get Find your, your place where you're alone and have a chair or sit on your bed or whatever And get another chair and put that in front of you and picture Jesus in that chair. And yes, you're talking to a chair, but he is going to be sitting there. You invite him to sit there. He's going to sit in that chair. You're not going to see him, but he will be sitting in that chair. And now just talk about your day. Talk to him. Ask questions. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. I'm sorry for doing this. I'm sorry for doing that. Guess what happened yesterday? The more you talk, the easier it will get talking to a chair. And that's prayer. It's a conversation with our Father in Heaven. It's a conversation with Jesus sitting in that chair. And and that's just where to begin. That's it. Um, Now, you'll want to add in stuff. Everybody has a different... Uh, way of worshiping the Lord, and that's fine. He made everybody different. I love worship, and so I'm going to turn on some worship songs, and I'm just going to bow down to him and make him higher than me and remember that I am I am not God. I let go of all the things that I think I'm God, and I put him at the top of everything. Those are just things that I'm going to do. Um, and then I got a journal. I bought a journal. Um, now I have my own journal because I made me one. But I bought a journal, and um, the things that I felt like, you know, insights that I got just from talking, I wrote them down. If I thought I heard him, I wrote it down. And I would just write down everything, everything that happens. If I picked up the Bible and read a scripture and it was really good, write it down. That's the start of journaling. That's the beginning of journaling. Just write it down. And then when I was done for the day, I would go back over everything I wrote down and I would cross out the things that are obviously not Jesus because it doesn't go with the Bible. Um, Anything that elevates me, that's not what Jesus is going to do in this quiet time. It's him being elevated. So the principles of scripture are still there. So I would go through everything I wrote down and say, you know what, that's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. That was just me. Uh, that's a grocery list. <laughs> and, 
And over time, one or two things would stand out as, I think that that was from God. I think that he sold me that just over, uh, over the course of uh, the day, just one or two things. And that's, I, I think that that's a great beginning because it's about a relationship. I heard a guy say that he was debating with somebody and about apologetics, um, uh, defending Jesus. And the guy said, um, how can you worship a God that kicks people out of heaven, that won't let people in and sends them to a place where they're tortured? How can you serve a God like that? And the guy's response, I thought was really great. He said, well, forget all the God stuff. He said, let's pretend that you're at home one day and there's a knock on the door and you open the door and there's a a stranger, a, a random man standing there with a lot of luggage and he says, I'm moving in because I'm a good person. He said, are you going to let him move in? No. Why? Because I don't know him. I don't know him. I'm not going to let somebody in. It's the same way. Heaven is his home. Heaven is Jesus's home. His family lives in his home with him, his family. If he doesn't know you, you're not family. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I thought that that was really good. So this is the process of being family. It's conversation. It's talking to Jesus. And the more you talk to him, the more it will feel like a natural conversation. And you you will have thoughts back in your head. And here starts the process of... Um, organizing the thoughts in your head. Uh, and I, and I, I have the organizer in my journal cause I needed that. Let's see if I can find it. Where's my organizer for, for thoughts. I, I wrote down all the different categories of what the thoughts might be. Where is it? There it is. Okay. So I've got four boxes on the page and one box says from God. And then one says from the enemy and one says to do, and then the other one says trash. So as I go through this conversation with Jesus and something pops into my head, I categorize it in one of these boxes. And so if it's a to do, oh, I've got to remember to do that. Well, that's not going to leave my brain. It's going to distract me. So I write it in the to do box and I just, and so now it's out of my brain. Now I can focus on Jesus again. Um, If it's something with a bad ending, that's from the enemy. I'm just going to tell you that right now. If, if, if the enemy is fortune telling and telling you something that has a bad ending, that's that, write that in from the enemy box and, you know, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Say, shut up. I'm not listening to you right now. Just shut up. Shut up and get out. I'm not listening to you. God, he, he, I don't know. I can't name one time when he told me something horrible is about to happen. He doesn't do that. He just, I don't know. Well, not to me anyway. I, I can't remember one time when he said, hey, something horrible is going to happen at the end of this. He just, it's always the enemy. It's always the enemy. And please remember, the enemy is not omniscient. They do not know the future. God never gave them access to the future. And you might be saying, what about psychics? You can go to a psychic and they tell you something in the future They know your life. They know your uncles and your aunts and your grandparents and your parents and your great-grandparents. They've been around for a long time. They know your life. It is very easy for Aunt Edna um, to start speaking, I'm your Aunt Edna, 
And if you go to this drawer in this house, <clears throat> you'll find this special thing. Well, the demons aren't in, they knew it was there. They knew it was there. So you're talk, they're talking to demons and they don't know the future, but they know your life and they can guess. <clears throat> or they can get you to believe something and now they have an end. So they don't know the future. They're not omniscient. They don't. All they can do is read the Bible. That's all they have access to. That's it. So I hope that you will try this. You have to have in your mind, not I'm going to sit down every day and get a revelation from God because you'll be disappointed. He doesn't do it every day. Not I'm going to sit down and have a wonderful heart to heart with Jesus because some days it feels like he's not there. He is, but you're just not perceiving um, for whatever reason. It's just not, not that day. So your mind, your, your mind and attitude needs to be, I'm doing this every day or as much as I can. I'm sitting down and I'm going to have a conversation whether I hear something or not because I want a relationship with him. That needs to be your attitude. And then when you don't hear anything, you won't quit for two weeks like I used to because my, what I wanted out of this was to hear something, feel something, get some sort of revelation. And when I didn't for a couple days in a row, I would quit for two, three weeks because I didn't hear anything. So my attitude now is I'm sitting down whether I hear something or not. I am having a quiet time whether he shows up or not. And sometimes he shows up in spectacular fashion and sometimes he doesn't. And I've got about four notes on one page, four things that I thought of, and that's it. And that's okay. And that is okay. Sometimes we have boring moments with the people we love too, right? There's just not a lot to say that day. So I pray that something in here planted a seed and that the Holy Spirit will water it and it will grow and you will try out quiet time because it really is something. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.